Well, it's a very warm welcome, and indeed it is very warm throughout the country, but uh, some places, hopefully we're getting a rain here in South Africa. Welcome to all our Metro FM listeners, uh, to Marawa Sport Worldwide. Owen Honey standing in for the big man this evening, who's uh, taken the lights off. He's got some other business to take care of, but he will be back on the airwaves again tomorrow night. So don't worry, he will be back. Well, welcome to Marawa Sport Worldwide. We've got an action-packed show for you once again. And like I say, it is definitely warm throughout the country. Entry. And what's keeping it so warm? Well, maybe it is MSL T20 and Mzanzi Super League. Well, it is headed down to Port Elizabeth this evening. And I tell you what, the heat on the field is definitely there. But so what's not there is the warm weather. Apparently, it is overcast and slightly cool at St. George's Park. And a number of people in the crowd watching the coverage at the moment and uh, listening to it also on Radio 2000. And uh, it is the uh, Twine Spartans up against the Nelson Mandela Bay Giants. It's one of Spartans batting first, and it is a belligerent spell to start off with, with uh, Tony uh, DeZorzi going great guns blazing. Unfortunately, he was run out for uh, 30 of 22 balls. At the crease at the moment is Vian Mulder and A.B. de Villiers have taken the score to 71 for the loss of one wicket, and that's in the ninth over. De Villiers just uh, sweeping another four there and taking the score to 75 for one. And uh, the coverage continues on SABC3 as well as on Radio 2000 if you want to catch up with all the action. Just to let you know also... This is a great game to watch because the Nelson Mandela Bay Giants, as well as the Twani Spartans, are locked at 19 points each after seven games played. They uh, trail our log leaders, Paul Rocks, by four points. Now, Paul Rocks have already played eight games, so uh, whoever wins this game will join Paul, Paul Rocks at the top of the MSL table. Unfortunately for Jersey Stars, in fact, I was at the game this past weekend watching them in action against the Paul Rocks, a game that they should have won, but unfortunately for them at uh, Imperial Wanderers, losing that once again. So Jersey Stars definitely out of the playoffs. There's no chance that they will proceed at all. Our defending champions are out of the competition, although they do have a couple of games still to play. Let's see if they can salvage some pride in MSL uh, T20 action 2.0, the 2019 edition of this fantastic T20 competition. But it looks so far, Paul Rocks, Nelson Mandela Bay Giants, Twani Spartans, as well as Cape Town Blitz. You can't count out Durban Heats, five teams still in with a chance of making the playoffs as we reach the uh, business end of the tournament. Well, there's plenty to talk about, and one of the things we're going to be talking about is what's happening at Cricket South Africa. Yes, I know that uh, we did touch on it yesterday on MSW, but uh, maybe we're just going to delve into it a bit more because we believe that uh, a couple of stakeholders and key sponsors in cricket uh, in South Africa have decided to engage with uh, the board members and uh, and uh, the major I guess the CEO of Cricket South Africa, uh, Dabang Moroe, and uh, crickets, the South African Cricketers Association has called on the board of directors of Cricket South Africa to act decisively in order to deal with the ongoing damage being caused to the game in South Africa cricket. Well, this follows the latest controversy caused by attempts by Cricket South Africa to silence members of the cricket media by withdrawing their media accreditation to uh, matches. Well, the association's chief executive, Tony Irish, says uh, it is a sorry state of affairs when attempts are made 
made to silence respected journalists for writing about the ongoing problems in the game. At uh, Saka's uh, annual general meeting of players in November, it was uh, specifically mandated by the players to reaffirm its concerns relating to the financial uh, position of CSA and the Mzanzi Super League, among other things. Now, joining us on the line this evening is... uh, the SACA Chief Executive, Tony Irish. Uh, good evening, Tony. Welcome to MSW. Uh, good evening. Thanks for having me on the show. It is always a pleasure. Well, there's so much happening in South African cricket at the moment. So what is uh, the South African Cricketers Association's stance with the ongoing problems that we've seen uh, at uh, Cricket South Africa? Uh, well, as you know, we've been highlighting a number of concerns that we've had uh, probably going back a year now. Mm. Um, relating to the financial position, relating to the way this restructuring has been done, um, relating to uh, structures around the team, uh, and various other other concerns that we've had. Um, and uh, unfortunately, we've had very little response uh, from Cricket South Africa on, on any of these issues. Um, mm-hmm. And as you know, there's a court case now running um, relating to the domestic restructure. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm afraid the the relationship between the players and the board is at, at an all-time low. And, the, and they're obviously on top of that, there are recent um, concerns um, you know, that have, have, have arisen, which um, I think uh, really put Cricket South Africa almost in a, in a crisis situation. Well, let's just talk about that uh, proceedings that you, you filed at the High Court. And I think it was back in March, if I'm not mistaken. It's May. Quite, it was a May or a year. Sorry, May. That's quite some time ago. And yet you've heard uh, nothing from that court case. Was it just ongoing? Uh, what else have you, have you, has transpired since then? Well, there are, there are rules of court which apply to these applications. Um, and um, unfortunately, Cricket South Africa hasn't complied with the uh, time limits in, in the rules of court. Um, and now we're you know, really uh, in December, uh, and we've just received in the last few days uh, Cricket South Africa's reply to, to our papers. So there have been uh, a lot of delays um, occasioned by Cricket South Africa, and um, that's also not helpful because um, you know there's confusion and uncertainty as to what's going to happen next season. Tabang Maroe has uh, the Cricket South Africa CEO has apologised for the mishap which saw five cricketing uh, journalists have their accreditations revoked. Uh, do you, I know you don't speak on, be, on behalf of the media, but do you think that is a fair um, uh, apology? Uh, to be very blunt, no. Um, it's referred to as a mishap. Mm-hmm. Um, this wasn't a mishap, uh, with all due respect. This was an attempt to silence uh, five journalists who were uh, writing about the ongoing uh, problems uh, at, uh, at Cricket South Africa. Um, so, and that's a pretty sorry state of affairs um, when, uh, you know, a board stoops to silencing journalists for writing about legitimate issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, have there been other cases of this where uh, journalists and uh, media have been silenced for writing about what's happening inside Cricket South Africa? Well, I haven't experienced a lot of that in South African cricket um, in the past. Um, you know, sometimes people get unhappy with what what uh, particular people in the media write. But you know, uh, this is in this situation. Um, these are five very respected uh, cricket journalists who are all covering the same types of stories mm. um, and all saying the same types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I can say that uh, I can I can I can tell you that uh, there's been the same attempt to try and marginalise 
the Players Association, us, um, as far as, as sitting on Cricket South Africa subcommittees, mm. um, you know, responding to our concerns, reaching our agreements. Um, the same type of, of, of um, uh, sort of behaviour towards the Players Association, which is the legitimate and only collective representative of over 300 players in this country. Mm. It is really. And just going through those names of uh, the journalists that had their uh, media accreditations revoked, it was Stuart Hess of the star Ken uh, Borland of the citizen, Neil Manthorpe of SABC for Dos uh, Mundo from uh, ESPN Cricket Info and Telford Vice from CrickBuzz.com. Yes, uh, there are respected journalists who have been around the game and uh, for a very long time indeed. And uh, well, we just heard recently that Cricket South Africa CEO Tabang Marowe apologized to uh, the journalists for what he termed was a mishap. Uh, not the case, as we've just heard now from Tony Irish. Uh, Tony, let's just go through also the ongoing restructure of uh, Cricket South Africa and the way they took things on. Um, you're not happy and your association is not happy with the restructure. Uh, what do you think should have been done? Well, there's, there's a specific agreement which provides for what needs to happen from a process point of view when the game is restructured. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and the signed agreement between us and Cricket South Africa signed in July last year, um, and none of that was followed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that process is not just um, a process for the sake of process. There are very good reasons for this, because once a decision to restructure the domestic uh, game is, uh, is taken, mm-hmm. then there are certain unavoidable consequences of that which, which affect players deeply. Mm. Uh, loss of contracts, uh, uh, you know, cuts in remuneration, um, a completely different um, standard of cricket, um, the loss of opportunity to play T20 cricket, which is an important important format of the game for many players, mm. um, a breach of the of the um, existing MOU, which is the overarching agreement which regulates all of player matters. Um, so it's this is not. It's not a small issue, mm-hmm. um, and uh, this was done completely without um, our agreement or even without proper consultation or any consultation with us. Mm. Tony, we just need to take a quick break. Uh, we'll continue this conversation after the break, and a, de- a definite uh, a, you know, conversation that we need to have here in South Africa, and especially with a sport as big as cricket. We can't let this go. So stay with us on Metro FM. We'll be back right after this. Listen up, it's fast fun for all on SABC3. That means our regular programming will be interrupted due to Mzanzi Super League Tournament. Uh, weekdays, Hectic 99 moves to 3.30. The Afternoon Express moves to 4 o'clock. The primetime news will start at a quarter past nine. And Isodingo moves to half past nine. Catch all the matches live on SABC3 and SABC radio stations from the 8th of November through till the 16th of December. SABC is the official broadcaster the Mzanzi Super League. While talking about the Mzanzi Super League, give you a quick update on what's going down at St. George's Park. It's the Swanee Spartans up against the Nelson Mandela Bay Giants. And the Swanee Spartans are currently 101 for the loss of just one wicket. And uh, that's in the 13th over. Vian Mulder at the crease on 47 not out. And A.B. de Villiers on 23 not out. So uh, really a great game transpiring here in uh, between second and third place on the Mzanzi Super League log. Uh, both sides trying to keep abreast and keep up with our log leaders, Paul Rocks. Well, uh, we're talking all things cricket at the moment and Tony Irish, the uh, 
uh, South African Cricketers Association Chief Executive has been on the line with us as uh, we heard of all the undoings at Cricket South Africa, barring uh, several prominent uh, media members uh, from uh, getting their media accreditations. And uh, just recently, uh, we also believe that uh, Standard Bank, the title sponsor of the Proteus Test and ODI teams, has uh, met with Cricket South Africa on uh, the ongoing issues within the organization. Tony, uh, just getting back to you with regard to this, uh, it is a bold step from uh, Standard Bank to get involved and to take a stance and find out what is happening in Cricket South Africa? Yes, I think um, Standard Bank is, is, a, is a big investor in the game. Mm. And it's always been a very uh, good and solid um, sponsor and supporter of South African cricket. And I think if they're investing that uh, amount of money into the game, they certainly have a right to ask questions about what is happening. Mm. Uh, cricket South Africa said that uh, they were planning to do a media briefing uh, tomorrow but they've postponed that to Saturday afternoon uh, with uh, the CSA CEO Tabang Maroe as well as President Chris uh, Nenzani in uh, attendance well that we'll only find out on this weekend between now and then Tony I mean there's going to be a lot of discussion especially at uh, the top echelon of Cricket South Africa Yes I think so um, you know this issue relating to the to the journalists this is um, really the straw that's broken the camel's back, um, if I could use that term. Mm. But, you know, there's so many issues and so many um, fires that are burning at the moment um, that uh, it, it's, one just can't ignore them. Mm. Um, the, the game needs to be fixed. And you, you'll, you'll know that um, uh, two days ago we went on record by imploring the directors of Cricket South Africa mm. to act decisively mm. in doing that. It's their, it's their uh, fiduciary responsibility. Mm. And of course, there is a you know added concern today. In fact, um, when uh, Professor Shelton, who is a very respected independent director um, on the Cricket South Africa board and an expert on corporate governance, actually resigned from the board, mm. citing corporate governance reasons. How do matters in the boardroom affect the cricketers? I mean, because we've got an upcoming series against England taking place, I think, starting on Boxing Day. Do you think this will affect the team, a team that uh, is already under the, the pump because of their poor performances at uh, the World Cup? Do you think this will affect them? You know, it's um, <clears throat> we're confident, and I think um, it's always been the case, that the players will give 110%. Mm. They're playing for the country, and they will... They, they will put their best foot forward and give 110%. That's the South African way, and that's the culture of the Proteus team. Mm. But, you know, a lot of things have got to work together when you're playing at this level. You've got to have good team structures. Um, you've got to have certainty in, in a lot of processes. And that's what's lacking at the moment. Um, you know, a few days ago, we found out that, um, the, that the team is going to be selected by unknown selectors. Mm. That is a completely unacceptable mm. situation mm. because there's then no accountability in the selection process and the players don't know who's selecting them. So, you know, these are, it's very important that the players have trust in that process. Um, these are the things that need to work together um, if you're playing at the, at the very top level of the game. Has your association lost confidence completely in uh, Cricket South Africa? Uh, we are massively concerned, as I think everyone else is, you know, and this has not um, been expressing our concerns, as you probably know, for a long time. This has mm-hmm. been a build-up of a lot, of, a lot of things. But I think it's there for everyone to see um, now the way things, a lot of things are being, are being dealt with, and it's, and it's very, very uh, concerning. We remain open to trying to resolve issues, um, mm-hmm. and because a lot of the problems can only be resolved 
by agreements, um, by cooperation, um, and we stand ready to do that. But you know, the same attitude's got to has really got to be on uh, held on both sides. Mm-hmm. Tony, that's where we're going to leave it. We say thank you so much for joining us on uh, MSW this evening, and uh, let's hope that uh, all matters get addressed and sorted out as soon as possible. Yeah, that's a pleasure. Thank you. Tony Irish, uh, South African Cricketers Association, Chief Executive, uh, chatting to us there about the ongoing problems within uh, Cricket South Africa and uh, saying that uh, issues need to be addressed as urgently as possible within uh, the local cricket fraternity. Let's hope that it doesn't affect uh, the uh, Proteas as they embark on another series against England, which will be taking place on home soil starting on Boxing Day, the 26th of uh, December. Just to give you a quick update on what's happening on the cricketing fields, uh, down in Port Elizabeth. Uh, umpires are looking around at the moment. I wonder if rain hasn't come down. Uh, but no players continue. There's just a no ball at the moment and a free hit. Uh, so the Twani Spartans are batting first in their MSL T20 clash uh, against the Nelson Mandela Bay Giants. These two sides are exactly the same points. 19 points apiece on the MSL log in second and third place respectively. But uh, it is an important clash between these two sides. Their score is going along greatly and currently 112 for the loss of one wicket and that's in the 14th over. AB de Villiers is now on 28 of 20 balls and Vian Mulder is, uh, has just gone to his 50 from 38 balls. Uh, that includes uh, six fours and one six as well. Strike rate of 130. So looking very good for Twani Spartans and should the win tonight, they will join Paul Rocks at the top of the log on 23 points so all to play for this evening as all these sides are still in with a chance of making the playoffs and remember the top side will uh, obviously host the Mzanzi T20 final and it's up to these other teams to make sure that they get a place in the playoffs well we still got plenty more coming up on MSW this evening you're listening to Owen Honey standing in for Robert Marawa this evening and we're still going to be chatting all things rugby